podcast series from Forbes Life India in association with theindicast.com. This issue's cover has Meera Nair on it. We all know who she is. Right from the 1980s, her brilliant storytelling and filmmaking has entertained millions, not just in India but outside as well. Salam Bombay, Monsoon Wedding, The Namesake and so much more. Joining me on the call to talk about not just the cover but also the whole issue is editor Abhilasha Khaitan. Hi Abhilasha. Hi Abhishek. Let's start with a cover that you've written this time. There is something about her that she has hit the mark with both the critics and masses. So what was your experience of interviewing her and how does she hit the mark more often than others? Meera Nair, she doesn't need any sort of introduction or justification for her being on the cover of any magazine as far as I'm concerned because you know she's she's done such incredible work. What I like about her work is that it gives you a wonderful message and it entertains you wonderfully both at the same time. There is a little uh, to question when it comes to her ability to take real life stories and add her little touches and present them for uh, consumption and I not only had the opportunity to speak with her unfortunately and like I mentioned in my story it had to be run over the phone because she was in new york i'm sitting in bombay we spent about an hour on the phone it was uh, she was obviously a little exhausted post uh, her queen of cuts way release which happened only just a couple of months ago but she had uh, so much to say about her experiences moving from uh, india to harvard on a full full scholarship from there moved to a certain kind of cinema cinema verite from documentaries do fiction and as meera says she'd never studied fiction and then her the first movie she makes gets nominated for an oscar which is salam bombay i mean hers is a compelling story and a, and a story which i think is very important for young women to know that there are certain things that can be done without compromising on any aspect of life to it is possible to have it all basically and she straddles uh, three cities right you write new york delhi and kampala yes yes her family is in india her husband is from uganda so they live in kampala most of the time and new york is her other base and what i was most excited about is that my favorite movie of hers which is monsoon wedding gets to be made into a musical and it hits uh, america in may next year <laughs> I think the original itself was so revealing even for audiences of all ages loved it and it was done with rudimentary equipment or so it seemed it was more about the story than about handheld camera there you go with a handheld camera and with a cast which she stitched together but uh, there's a method to the way she stitches them together like she says she never forgets the performance she knew she wanted Nasiruddin Shah in the in the movie you know her selection in terms of the cast and all of that there is a certain uh, thought process which goes into the way she puts together a cast and if you see in most of her movies each character seems to be integral to the story like like monsoon wedding right there were so many people in the cast but you take any one character out of the movie and the movie is lesser for it so you know that that's a wonderful skill it's a rare skill an ensemble cast which has a brilliant theater uh, background with actors playing character roles like they did it's the directors and the writers uh, ability to bring them out on the screen even if they don't have as much screen time 
so that's that's quite a big deal and and moving moving from uh, the big screen to the theater you have another piece on uh, uh, Firoz Abbas Khan who's uh, pretty much the king of indian theater from the little that i read in the article talk us through through that one as well again firoz uh, khan he added the abbas to his uh, official name he used to often get confused with uh, bollywood <laughs> firoz khan <laughs> he even got a call from his brother uh, you know asking him for something and you know that was a final straw for him so uh, firoz khan again did one of those iconic plays which i think anybody who likes indian theater would 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 recall it with great fondness and a little sadness that it had to obviously be uh, you know discontinued after the demise of farooq sheikh who along with shabana azmi gave incredible performances in tumhari amrita and uh, now uh, firoz's uh, mughli azam has uh, caught the imagination as well and uh, he had some shows which ran to you know full audiences in bombay there are plans to take them all over next year again somebody who enjoys dealing with real issues whose work was largely minimalist but with mughalism he again took a leap of faith with opulence and grandeur because he was inspired by the movie and we all know the scale at which that movie was made it's a musical there are songs and the bigger challenge apart from the technicality of it of of it is the memories associated with a play like mughal azam right because uh, like he says people remember it especially of that generation and um, madhubala's rendition of you know certain scenes can only be done by her as far as a lot of people are concerned so to be able to you know take the challenge of saying okay i'll, I'll make this work those are interesting challenges to have and Firoz Khan is pretty much up to the task. Uh, it seems to have done really well, and I I hope it comes back to Bombay really soon because I I, I would love to see it myself. I'm sure you'll have company. What What are some of the other highlights, Abhilasha, for this one? In In this one, there's I'll I'll leave the stage to you, but I found a couple of them. Into one is Art of Clowning was one. That was a lovely photo essay which which came from uh, some discussions of what kind of photo essay should we do this time and our. Uh, photo editor madhu kaparat uh, suggested uh, we look at clowns because clowns were in the news recently for the wrong reasons yeah for all the wrong reasons so uh, you know here we showed through these pictures the kind of relevance clowns continue to have and the more positive side of clowns and how clowns have a rich in uh, rich history they go back to centuries ago so it was a learning experience for me as well uh, when i was uh, looking at this photo essay we found that really interesting and there's another photo essay for new year evers actually if you're still making your plan i think uh, we've managed to put together a few great options for you we've got a great selection of uh, you know options there brazil scotland austria china namibia and galapagos islands and you know just just about everywhere right there's a, a calendar of some of the hottest art spots over the next year there is a picture essay and then automobile swanky cars of uh, best automobiles for 2017 look the new year is uh, upon us right yes, so yes. we thought uh, let's uh, do some research for what what's new next year and uh, you know the art scene is so vibrant so much is happening with corporates getting interested you know art is no longer the jhola wala profession it once was and it's no longer limited in terms of interested spectators to just a few people now more and more people are interested in it the richness of the variety of uh, 
shows available for the for the connoisseur and for just the enthusiast is amazing and i mean cars come on who doesn't want a <laughs> who doesn't want a cool car <laughs> so but let's go back to the days when horses did the job of cars and you've written one on uh, horses in manhattan at the woolman rink tell us about that and you write about frederick the great world's most beautiful horse that was a uh, one evening at uh, central park which is part of a, a central park uh, horse show uh, which is sponsored by rolex and uh, which is organized by a couple of enthusiasts the whole idea of it was to create more awareness for uh, show jumping which is really the heart of this honestly these horses dance i mean they're more elegant than a lot of people i've seen on the dance floor uh, you know i was sitting next to somebody who is a show jumper and he said to me that these horses have to be trained for years to be able to do what they do because you you should just youtube one dressage performance it's just startling you know how elegant they are and uh, of course um, frederick the great managed to make an appearance and uh, he was all the news at that point of time because i think he was one of the most instagram then you know social media darling for a while he had even made an appearance at the steven bear uh, show in new york uh, just before uh, appearing at the central park horse show he's you're tall dark and handsome that's all i can say <laughs> you know it's, it's so nice to see an event like that happening in the heart of the city a uh, beautiful setting this is the ice skating rink where all the romance happens in hollywood movies you know and that was suddenly converted into a horse show uh, location i um, mean there's something to be said for using uh, you know natural spaces in such a wonderful uh, fashion which i think they managed to do very well in the west yeah that was a great experience and there are a couple of stories from uh, brazil and uh, las vegas now the one from brazil is the article talks about the soul of africa in the country and i didn't know that brazil has the largest base of people of african origin outside africa so the article is not about brazil uh, as much as it is about africans in in salvador that's an interesting one yeah it was uh, it was completely uh, new to me as well so when this writer pitched the story it seemed like something which would be uh, interesting to the curious you know the interesting thing is how the writer himself took on the challenge of performing at one of the communes over there the kind of information he shares about religious practices and you know the whole african culture that has sort of been absorbed by the local communities as well over there it's real spooky and interesting and enthralling all at once and and, and the one on uh, las vegas is less about casinos but more about the long and lonely road or probably the loneliest road in america is if you wrote about the strip then people would be like so what else is new yeah, so right. uh, so we've gone beyond the strip to the long lonely lonely roads and uh, there's so much history there right uh, in terms of you know those you you get those images of those old western novels and movies the stetson hat and guns in your hand and really good looking men with scruffy chin, uh, cheeks and chins uh walking up and down shooting each other so yeah it, uh, you know that's another part of vegas which we don't get to hear about much so and and then there are bathtub races that draw thousands of people every year you you get into a bathtub and row it as if it were a boat you know the things people do for fun i mean honestly i think people are just inventing new things now because everything gets old so fast what's interesting is they try and sort of keep communities and people involved in things through these activities which which makes even the seemingly silly 
you know come alive in a very enthusiastic and energetic manner right and i think uh, it's a good time to wish our listeners a very happy new year because the next edition of forbes life will only come uh, i think another two months to go in jan yes in jan, oh yes. in jan right so i think abhilasha on on that note uh, it's it's time to wrap up thanks again as always for your time thank you so much abhishek all you listeners you can uh, get this podcast on forbes india and on itunes and you can follow uh, forbes life on twitter at forbes life in and follow abhilasha at abby khetan that's abby khetan